Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Baby, I'm a Star from Purple Rain. Recorded originally um, from 1981 to 1982 in the Kiowa Home Trail studio. The version that we know and love was recorded on the 3rd of August 1983 live at First Avenue and released on the 25th of June 1984. It's the Prince and the Revolution on the track. Uh, Wendy and Lisa, Brown Mark, Bobby Z, Dr. Fink, but also Jill Jones. Um, who appears in the film, and David Coleman, Novi Novog, and Susie Katayama, who um, play strings. David Coleman, obviously, um, being the brother of uh, Lisa, and mm. they will appear on Around the World in a Day quite a lot. Practically every track, you have them playing their, their strings. Uh, Prince really went into strings for the next album. Yeah. Um, and then after that, he really went into horns. The track is 4 minutes 20, um, but for the B side of "Take Me with You," it was edited down to two fifty-five. That's yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, joining me once again is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hey, look me over. Okay, I just want to get <laughs> <out>. <laughs> and um, you know. This is the final track in the film. Mm-hmm. In a reverse from the album, "Purple Rain" is played, and then you get. Um, the kind of the anti-penultimate and penultimate songs from the album played afterwards as like an encore. Yeah. It's kind of interesting that Prince decided to kind of reverse the order. But I think in the film it really works, you know, and this is this this is kind of like the freeze frame at the end. Also, it's a it's a kind of really fun kind of live performance that Prince is doing, even though obviously, you know, it's in the film and it's, you know, shot from a number of angles mm. and it's clearly not live. Um, but him kind of like dancing and touching himself and kind of like, they, I think there's even a costume change after Purple Rain to obviously kind of breaks the fourth wall there in terms of it not being a, a fully realistic finish to the film. Right, um, yeah. But I, I, I don't think you could have finished the film with Purple Rain because that would have, oh, as triumphant as that is, you know, with um, the manager, of course, nodding his head sagely as if to say, yes, Prince is the best. I don't think that would have been a good way to finish the film. So it's nice that they kind of came back and, and just had these kind of like final two songs to kind of be like more kind of, you know, an upbeat finish. Um, I Would Die For You, obviously not. It's not a super long song. No. So Baby I'm A Star is kind of, if you if you remember the end of the album, Baby I'm A Star is kind of, or the end of the film, should I say, Baby I'm A Star is really the one that you kind of end up remembering. Yeah. Um, just because it's kind of really kind of long. Now, I just want to mention, as a piece of trivia, um, <laughs> there is some backmasking at the end of this song. Much like there is backmasking at the end of darling Nikki, um there's this this weird weird kind of bit of backmasking and the reason why this is going to have to have an explicit tag on um itunes where prince is um saying (laughs) you know so fuck them man what do they know all their taste is in their mouth like really what the fuck do they know come on baby let's go crazy so it's it's just a really odd end to to the 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 song where you've got this weird backmasking that probably nobody would hear, you know, until years later when it was very easy to just take a track and kind of reverse it so you can hear what's going on. You know, for for me, it kind of reminds me of going back to uh, 1999, all the critics love you in New York, and maybe a bit of controversy yeah. too. That's kind of how it it, it reads to me. That he yeah. his 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 interaction with the media and the press has never been was never the best, no. uh, but. Uh, for for me, it, it feels very kind of in the same vein. The song, I would say, if we have to pick a genre for it, it's quite simply just a pop song. Mm. Um, you know, the whole the, most of Purple Rain is kind of very rock based, but this has got like a really heavy kind of like synth thing, particularly that kind of like 
when it goes to kind of the bridge um, and it's kind of like Dr. Fink's solo, uh, there's like a very kind of heavy um, synth feel to the song. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's just an infectious kind of like upbeat celebration, you know, of Prince. Because at this particular point, I mean, it's about as accurate as it gets. At the end of Purple Rain, by the time that film had finished, Prince literally was a star. Right. There was no dispute to get that point. I, I would actually say it's a funk song. I think it really goes down to like explicitly James uh, James Brown kind of the funk yeah. uh, and the the way that that music is created and the way it's performed. I think it's really a lot cool, a lot closer to funk. Uh, you know, I can definitely see like it has the kind of uh, the reach of a pop song, but it, for me, it's kind of down and dirty and very simple. As a uh, as a as a funk song too, so that's where yeah. I that's how I've just kind of been listening to it. It's I, when I when I re listen to it recently, I'm just I'm thinking they don't make dance songs like this anymore. They don't make <laughs> fun dance songs, you know, fun funky no. dance songs anymore. Everything's really dirgy. Everything's really sad, or everything's really like a bit depressing. But this is they they just need to like pump it up like unless like i guess you're taylor swift but then that's more of like a wannabe but like this is uh more of like a just a fun fun funk dance song that's how i've always kind of looked at it genre wise obviously the song you know starts with prince doing a you know four count um and of course saying hey look me over tell me do you like what i see and i like as well he goes i ain't got no money but i am rich on personality. I wish and, I, you I, know. I, I wish I could say <laughs> lines like that with such ease. That's like that's another brilliant line. I'm just saying, I, I mean, I'm rich with personality. I wish I could sell it that way. He like he could sell that. That is so such a great line. Like, you know, I love the second verse too. But that in the first verse, that line explicitly, that line uh, uh, specifically, I really love. Yeah. And I, I was like, that's such a great line. And of course, you know, he's saying before the night is through, you will see my point of view. Mm. <laughs> and his, his point of view is baby, I'm a star. Now, it's interesting because he sings baby, I'm a. And then you kind of get the, the interaction of the band saying star, kind of like a little chant, like a little shout. Yeah. And so it's interesting that he, ne- he never says it himself. He just has other people saying it, which, again, is a fun little Prince, Prince uh, kind of touch. And I like as well how he says... I mean, the way he sings this next line where he goes, might not know it now, he kind of reduces it all to kind of like nasal sounds. It's really weird. Like the way he sings it, he mm. doesn't he doesn't really kind of enunciate the words. And of course, he says, uh, baby, but I are, <laughs> you know, it's kind of is kind of just a really funny way of, of kind of doing, you know, it's kind of mangling the language. To yeah. Kind of come, up, come up with something which rhymes with baby, I'm a star. Yeah. Um, and, you know. I like as well how he says, I don't want to stop till I reach the top. And uh, the rest of the band sing, we are all a star. Which, I, you know, at this point, obviously the revolution, so key to the to kind of the film. Um, and so, you know, it's true. At this point, you know, when you've watched a film, um, I don't think you believe that Prince has got, you know, no money. But you definitely know that he is rich on personality. Yeah. Um, though I feel like some people might dispute that with Prince's acting in the film, but you can't argue it through the performances. You know. No. Um, every tr- every track from the album is performed in the film, and every single time, you know, Prince kind of makes it clear why Warner Brothers were kind of giving him the money to make this film. <laughs> uh, it's nothing to do with his acting, and it's all to do with his kind of 
his on-stage personality, basically. No, yeah, I, I wanted to kind of dig it just back a little bit more, uh, talk about why I think it falls into, uh, the music falls into funk. I think it's that call and response uh, aspect of yeah. it too. And I think, especially at the chorus where he says, oh baby, I'm a, and that's the kind of the call to, for his band to say star. And he does it again. Yeah. And there's that, the last line, he goes, sing it. And they, they say it. There's something kind of like, it's weird where it's just a moment in a song, but it still kind of glides and it still like feels really refreshing to hear it. And I, I, you know, hearing that part of the song, I really, that always really gets to me. I always like, I really, I feel it. You feel it deep down. And of course he's, he's telling people, Hey, take a listen. Tell me, do you like what you hear? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, 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 I like as well how he tells people, you know, if, if it don't turn you on, just say the word and I'm gone. So he's basically kind of daring people to say, no, this music is terrible. Oh, yeah. You know, we don't want you around. But he knows they're not going to say that. No. And of course, I like he, he says, you know, honey, I know ain't nothing wrong with your ears. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, the amount of kind of confidence um, and particularly, you know, obviously most people would know this song from the performance in the film. So you, as the lyrics are, are there, you're kind of you're, you're knowing that the performance that Prince is giving in the film is one that kind of says, look, you, you know, you're going to love this song. And you're going to love me, and there's no, there's nothing to stop you. If you've got ears, you know you're going to love Prince. That's basically what he's saying. Early on, he didn't seem to have the confidence. This is just oozing with confidence, and like, like just every line, it, it's great. And you, he believes it. He makes you believe it. And if you don't believe it, you're not trying at all to really listen or believe it. That's what. That's how it. And yeah. I think that's kind of backed up when we get to the, you know, the middle eight where he says, everybody says nothing comes too easy, but when you got it, baby, nothing come too hard. Mm. And of course, you know, that is Prince. He is basically saying it's effortless. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I, I <laughs> you know, nothing comes too easy. Well, you know, not to me. I, I, you know, I'm really good at this. So, you know, this just kind of pours out of me and there's nothing you can do to stop to it. Nope. And of course, you know, he says, you're going to see what I'm all about if I got a screaming shout baby and then of course we kind of get the he kind of almost whoops when he goes baby each time it kind of it's mm. kind of not singing really and the band are kind of saying baby after every line um and you know he just kind of basically keeps saying he's a star yeah um and you know he also he also gives dr finger shout out as well when we get to the keyboard so- solo he screams doctor, doctor! <laughs> yeah. love it that's just... i mean again when i think of it as uh it's uh, maybe partially because it was performed live but also because of just what he's doing in every aspect of the song it's, it's very similar to how james brown would say you know play the bass or i i wish i had a better example but like you know, hit the drums, hit the bridge, all like that's how it kind of resonates with me. I think it's interesting as well that obviously I'll, I'll speak about this a little bit more once we get to Batman. Um, but when uh, Tim Burton was kind of putting music in for the film, mm. um, he actually put Baby I'm a Star. Um, if you're familiar with the, um, the, the balloon parade in that film where the song Trust plays, mm. uh, originally Baby I'm a Star was what he used on the temp track and he you know he <laughs> he wanted to um get permission from prince to use that song and prince said no you can't use that song mm. <laughs> um, obviously because it's so heavy you know so associated with purple rain and with oh, his yeah. performance at the end of purple rain obviously he wouldn't want to kind of downplay that 
So instead of doing that, you know, Warner Brothers were obviously at that particular point, Prince owed them quite a lot of money for his previous two tours because they were very expensive. Yeah. And so they kind of reached an agreement where Prince would be like, okay, I'll record some new songs. I'll put out an album and that will, those songs will be in the, the film. Um, but I can see why, you know, Tim Burton would be like, let's put this in a film. Mm. Um, because, you know, it, it is the kind of, it is a kind of, such a great song that you kind of, do want to use it to a soundtrack, you know, as we record this, obviously baby driver is in the cinema and oh, that yeah. kind of does a similar thing of using, using songs, oddly enough, which have been on other, in other films and on other soundtracks and it kind of reappropriates them and puts them in. Obviously I don't think Tim Burton was trying to reappropriate. I think he was just trying to find something that would fit the scene. Yeah, fit the scene. Yeah. But at the same time, I wouldn't have wanted it in that film because you know, the performance in um, Purple Rain is so kind of like indelible and it is kind of so important to the film itself. And it's worth talking about the fact that, you know, it is, you know, not just from a lyrical point of view, you know, it's a, a fun song, but, you know, the band are, you know, very tight on this song. Absolutely. Is, you, know, uh, you know, as good as the revolution kind of gets on the next couple of albums, um, you know, they're they're really at their peak um, on 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 both Purple Rain and I Would Die For You and this song. These last three songs, you know, they kind of show off what the band is kind of capable of doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you're familiar with Led Zeppelin 2, the way I look at it is uh, Heartbreak, like in Led Zeppelin 2, Heartbreaker goes from, uh, goes from Heartbreaker to Live and Love and Made, a song which I believe Jimmy Page actually hates. Um, but it kind of, <laughs> it just kind of makes sense for those songs to be together. So if you listen to a classic rock station, they always are played together. For yeah. me, it makes sense for me to hear uh, I Would Die For You, then go transli- transition into uh, Baby I'm a Star. And it's always kind of weird to hear I Would Die For You as just kind of a lone single. It's It feels like it's missing. It feels like it's kind of missing its twin in a way. Yeah. And yeah. And I guess, I guess it is because of just how well the band was performing together. Um, and it, it I guess, like, the theme-wise, it, it kind of feels like two different songs, but how the band performs performing all those songs, I think, explains why it makes sense they all go together. I mean, and also, obviously, you know, like, if you consider those three songs in a row in the film, um, you know, obviously I'm going to talk about this a lot more on the next uh, episode about Purple Rain, but mm. you have Purple Rain, which is a song kind of for the crowd, and then you have I Would Die For You, which, again, is a song for the crowd, but it's directed at Apollonia. Um, and then you have Baby I'm a Star, which is Prince and the band doing a song about Prince. So it's kind of like each one has a slightly different subject. And they gradually go from, you know, I like all these people to I like Apollonia to really Prince is the one I like. And it's just kind of a, an interesting kind of little thematic kind of transition between those three songs. Um, but yeah, you know, it does. They do kind of always kind of feel like they should be together. And, you know, whenever Prince played this on tour, um, which was oddly enough only kind of sporadically, they would always be paired up. He would always go from "I Would Die for You" into "Baby I'm a Star." Yeah, they were always performed that way. You know, obviously he played this on tour. You know, for the Purple Rain tour, and then he later kind of, you know, he didn't perform it again until you got to like uh, after Batman, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. You know, with the the nude tour, um, and then again he didn't perform it again until he was you know, towards the end of, um, you know, 1999, around that time, when he did actually start performing stuff from the early 80s again. Mm. Um, And then, you know, from, uh, you know, a little bit of the 2000s, he performed it. And then, you know, with his piano and a mic tour, he he kind of performed it once more. Again, 
with you know I would die for you straight before it because yeah. they kind they do kind of go together. Uh, obviously, it goes without saying five out of five. I feel I wish I can give it more, but yeah, five out of five. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, like these tracks that aren't like I guess the best known or the right away the, the singles. Um, these tracks just really, uh, when I listen to them more often, really start to speak more to me and. I want to hear more like this. I want to hear more like this out in the world. I want to hear, as I was saying earlier, there's just not, there's not these kinds of songs, real songs that are just tight, but also really open and fun and fun to dance to anymore. I just, I mean, talking about that fun aspect, um, the, the official video that is now on Prince's official YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. although obviously not really Prince's official YouTube channel because he wouldn't have approved of that. Um, there is a, an official video of this, which is like 13 minutes long, yeah. uh, which is very similar to a live performance, which you can find on YouTube at the Grammys in 1985. Um, and the really interesting thing about that is, first of all, it was introduced by Gary uh, L. Coleman, who was the father of, um, uh, of Wendy and David Coleman. Mm. Um, sorry, Lisa. And David Coleman. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was a percussionist for the Wrecking Crew, which, you know, if you're familiar with them, they did a lot of, kind of they were studio musicians who worked on a lot of like uh, Motown and um, the guy who murdered that woman who had the big wigs. I'm trying to remember the name of him who did the Wall of Sound. Oh, oh, geez. Phil Spector. Phil Spector, yeah. So they, they, they you know, he was, he was kind of like a, not a well known musician, but, you know, a reasonably good um, studio musician. Uh, he introduces the performance. It goes for about seven minutes, and um, in addition to the revolution, you also have Sheila E's band on stage, which is um, got Eddie M on saxophone, who actually does like a saxophone solo uh, into Prince's mic at one point. Uh, you also have Jerome, and you've also got Wally Safford and Greg Brooks, and Jill Jones is on the side, kind of singing as well. And it finishes with you know Prince starts doing um, the uh, the dance where they for. Um, that the time do for that one song what's uh, it called now Jungle Love Jungle where Love. he does the legs you know like the dancing legs and he does that with Jerome um, and then he kind of like opens his top and he starts like they have a, they start having a lot of people on stage just dancing to the song and like you know it's a, it, it is kind of like a fun upbeat dance song because people are literally all dancing to it um, and then you know uh, uh, Prince kind of does kind of, they kind of like riff on 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 the kind of the, the main hook um, for a little while uh, with various people dancing with Prince and then eventually, as we get to the kind of climax of the song, which is the kind of the layering of We Are A Star, you know, over and over again, um, Prince kind of runs off the stage, you know, topless, and he's followed behind by this very large gentleman with a white beard, a very distinct kind of just black streak in the middle of it, um, who is his, his Prince's personal bodyguard at the time, Chick Huntsbury, um, who the f- year after this got into some trouble mm. um, because he, he people tried to get near Prince and he roughed a few people up. Oh, no. Um, and also, this was around the time that, that Prince refused to sing on We Are The World, uh, which led to, you know, some controversy for Prince as well. Um, but yeah, so he just kind of runs into the crowd and it finishes with kind of like whoever was doing the Grammys did, did like kind of like a, they went to a commercial break and it finishes just as it does with the film, with the, like a crowd cheering. But it's actually the crowd at the Grammys who are cheering. Mm. Um, so it's like a really good kind of recreation of the end of the song, basically. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting watch, simply because, you know, for like four minutes of it, it's just Prince and the band kind of like jamming out. And the fact that he he gives C- Sheila E like a little solo, um, you know, Bobby Z gets nothing, but Sheila E gets herself a solo. 
because of course she was nominated herself for yeah. some of the tracks from the Glamorous Life that year as well. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's that's an interesting video. There's also a Life Performance by uh, Princess and the Revolution uh, from kind of like the last year, but there's no real good video of that, and you can't really make out Maya Rudolph um, oh. singing. You know, you can you can kind of hear the Revolution. Uh, there are a lot of videos over the last year of the revolution as they've reformed and you know been out there performing a lot of kind of like Purple Rain era songs. Yeah. But yeah, and here's the weirdest thing: on YouTube there are so many dance competition videos. Yeah. With with like very young kids dancing to this song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I was not comfortable. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, this is like Tyler's and Tierra's. Nope. I'm. I'm. Nope, not today. Yeah, and they all basically cut it down to about two minutes. Yeah. And a lot of them kind of mime, you know, baby, I'm a star. And they they talking about, you know, how they might, they've got no money, but they're big on personality. And I'm just like, this doesn't, I like, uh, of, of all the journeys that a song has taken to end up being like the back in for like a bunch of eight-year-olds dancing to it. It just seems such a kind of odd direction for this song to take. Well, I, I, I think, if you just look at like the title and then you're like, I'm in a dancing competition. This all makes sense. I guess. Uh, but I, I don't know. It just re- it does re- end up reminding me a little bit of little miss sunshine. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I don't know why it's, it's, but there's so many videos. If you search for, for baby, I'm a star by Prince, you end up with so many dance competition videos yeah. that it's, it's, it's kind of not funny. Uh, but I can kind of understand why they like to dance to it because as we've said, you know, it's a very fun kind of like upbeat, kind of dance song so you know um that people kind of clearly enjoy dancing to it even if those people are uh you know very young little girls yeah who weren't even born when the record came out uh weren't it yeah well i mean you know most of them probably weren't even born before 1999 yeah let alone let alone the album to me you know obviously this is you know a great way for the film to end on the album it's always a little bit weird because then obviously you go from this to purple rain uh, which i think also works I feel I feel the film needs to end on a kind of upbeat note. Yeah. Um, but the album it works to go from this really upbeat song to a kind of slower kind of uh, you know power ballad basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you know the the kind of rock element is is on most of the songs, but it's it's kind of fun that obviously Prince knew that he was going to be having a song with you know a, a kind of heavy rock thing so he kind of immediately contrasts it on the album by having this uh you know, like we said like a kind of dancey funky song right yeah. before it you know uh, once again prince you know obviously a genius knew how to put songs on an album together um really should go without saying yeah um so you know if there's nothing else to say about this song we can go to plugs uh, you can find me at on twitter at eh wallace and you can follow us on facebook at prince track by track on twitter at prince podcast or you could email us I don't know why you would want to, but you can at princetrackbytrack at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me once again, Ayo, to be my guest. Oh, thank you very much. This is a great song. And otherwise, goodbye.